Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. This morning, I would like to talk to you on the Mother's Day about the most precious gifts that the mother can give to her children. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you give us the word to read, to study, to understand, and to put into practice. We will receive your word today with a repentant heart, with a heart of faith, and we want to surrender to you We pray, Father, that this message will be spoken to all the mothers, and including the father and spiritual parents on this planet Earth who listen to this teaching, and may this teaching become so real to them. May you help your people, especially mothers, to have strong faith. And they can exercise their faith for their children. We thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven, the Bible say, "For we walk by faith, not by sight." The Bible teaches us to walk by faith, not by feelings, not by sight, not by the circumstances. So, if you want to be a godly mother, or a godly daddy or leader, you need to always trust God and have faith in His love and His transforming power. There's something unique about a mother's faith. The Bible talk about God praising the mother who has the fear of God and walk by faith. In Proverbs chapter thirty-one, verse thirty, charm is deceitful, and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be placed. A woman who fears the Lord is honored in God's sight. She hates sin, and loves righteousness. The Bible gives us the definition of the fear of God. Hate sin. And stand in awe before the Lord, and I would like to encourage all of you to walk a life of faith and in the reverent fear of the Lord. If you fear the Lord, you will hate sin and you love righteousness. A godly mother recognizes the power and the greatness of God in their parenting, in her parenting. God praises. Good character of a godly woman. A godly woman puts her trust and faith in her God, His mercy and His power. Do you remember how the Canaanite mother stretched out in supernatural faith when she came to Jesus on behalf of her hurting daughter? Let me read the scripture to you. This mother, she was not even a Jew. She was a Canaanite woman, but she approached Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter fifteen, verses twenty-two to twenty-eight. 
and behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, him mean Jesus, saying, "Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon possessed." But he answered her, "Not a word." I believe Jesus was testing her faith, not answering her. Sometimes God tests our faith through human, through your leader, or through your friend. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, "Send her away, for she cries out after us." Wow, she makes too much noise. Get her out of here. But he answered and said, "He tested her again." I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I believe that many of us would be reacting to what Jesus said here. Wow! I am American. I'm not a Jew, and you say you did not come for me. Wow! I'm gonna walk away. Jesus, forget about it. Bye bye. I'm not gonna ask you for help anymore. You don't care about me. But look at how this woman responded. To the test of God, then she came and worshipped him, saying, "Lord, help me." But he answered and said, "It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs." Wow! <laughs> the third time, the first time Jesus did not say anything; he ignored her. Second time, he said, "Oh no, I don't come for you. I came for the people of Israel." And now he called her dog. Wow! We should not be easily offended by any situation. We should be the woman of faith like this lady. And she said, "Yes, Lord. Even when the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master table." Then Jesus answered and said to her, "O oh, woman, great is your faith." Let it be to you as you desire, and her daughter was healed from that very hour. Oh, this is a powerful story in the Bible—the real story of this woman of faith. She was not a Jew; she was a Canaanite woman. But this woman was not about to let anything stop her from claiming God's transforming power for her daughter. Your children need that same kind of spiritual tenacity, exerted on their behalf from you, the mom and the dad in the home. This woman is praised by Jesus. He said to her, "Oh woman, great is your faith." I believe that the Lord can say the same thing to you who are listening to this teaching right now. That, wow, ladies. Daughters, great is your faith. Jesus did not praise her beauty, but her heart. If you want to be a mother of great faith, you should learn from this woman. She had many characteristics that we can develop in our life to be a mother of faith. The most precious gift that you can give to your children is faith and love. So let's look at what this woman did. Number one, the Bible say in verse twenty-two. I read one more time. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region, 
and cried out to him, saying, "Have mercy on me." Everyone say, "Have mercy on me." Do we deserve the power from God? Do we deserve the healing and the miracle from God? No, we need God's grace and mercy. We need to fear the Lord. We need to come to Him by faith. O Lord, Son of David, my daughter is severely demon possessed. So the first principle we learn: all the godly mothers, you cry out to Jesus, you approach Jesus. Your Savior, and ask for His mercy. Don't say this way, Lord Jesus. Look at how lucky you are to have me in the church. Look at me. I know the Bible. I know the Greek and Hebrew. I memorize many scripture. How great I am! Wow, Jesus, you're so lucky to have me. No, 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 no. You should have a reverent fear toward the Lord. You humble yourself. And ask for His grace and mercy. This woman received the answer from the Lord. She experienced the delivering power of God because she sought Jesus, the powerful and the Almighty God. My brother and sister, the answer to your parenting, how you raise your kids, how your kids gonna be in the future, don't depend on. The technology of the computer, or or the nice car, or your money. You depend on Jesus. You always approach Jesus in your prayer time, reading the Bible, going to church, praise and worship, listening to good teaching, and you always approach Him, and you ask Him for His mercy for your children, well-being. And your children' success. If you want to see blessing and miracle of God in your household or in your ministry, you should seek the miracle-working power of God, and you should approach the Lord Jesus. He is the answer. You approach God in the name of Jesus, and you depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. You depend on His supernatural breakthroughs, miracles. And he will help you. He can perform miracles. Nothing is impossible for God. You seek God's help, and you seek His mercy. Jesus not only loves you; He is also able to help you to perform miracles for you, for your children. There is no problem in your family or in your children's life that He cannot fix. You need to turn to Him. Seek His mercy and have confidence that Jesus loves you so much and He cares for you. How can you know that He loves you? The Bible say, "Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends." In John chapter fifteen, verse thirteen, Jesus loved you so much and He demonstrated His love to you by laying down His life for you. Because he loved you, you must have confidence that the Lord loves you so much. He died for you. He paid the price for you. He took the curses of family upon his life, so that he can give you the blessing of Abraham 
to you who obey Him and have faith in Him and walk with Him to the thousand generations. You must believe that Jesus loved me, and the blessing of Abraham will follow my children and grandchildren and great grandchildren to the thousand generations. You need to speak that way. I and Pastor, I always speak to one another and to our children that God gonna bless our children and grandchildren and great grandchildren because we love God. We have faith in God. Who loved me first? I'm gonna seek God. I'm gonna rely on His transforming power. So that is the first principle we learn from this woman. Verse 27, Matthew 15 say, and she said, "Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table." Wow, I believe that if Jesus Is on earth right now, or he become a pastor of certain church in your area or your city, and you come to him and he say the same thing like he said to this woman. Number one, he ignore your request. Number two, he say, "Oh, I don't care about you. I care about another group of members in the church." Three, he call you dog. I think many of you might have left the church. And walk away, and you miss a great victory, miracle, spiritual breakthrough, supernatural thing that God can do for you because you are offended. Don't be easily offended. Stand in faith. This woman show one of the very important characteristic of a godly mother. She has we call spiritual tenacity. This woman did not give up easily when she faced an obstacle. She had spiritual tenacity. She prayed with shameless persistency, and the Lord Jesus saw her desire and her persistency of faith. She kept seeking His help without hesitation. When you face problems in your family, or you see the problems with your children, maybe they play video game too much. They decline God. They say no. I don't want God. They backslide. They say I don't have to do anything with the church anymore. Bye bye. You force me to go to church. You may make mistake to force your children to go to church. You may say wrong thing to them, and they got offended. And when they grow up and turn 18 years old, they say bye bye, daddy, mommy. I'm not going to church anymore. What you need to do is to do like this woman. You seek God's help. His answer may not come to pass right away, within a few minutes, within a few months, or a few years. You need to keep holding on to God's promises, His mercy, and His limitless power. This is a characteristic of a godly mother's. In Exodus chapter 20, verses 5 to 6, you shall not bow down to them or worship them. Mean the idols. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of their fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. I believe that many of you love your children so much. I would like to beg you that please don't sin against God. Please be a godly man and a godly woman. Please be faithful to Him. Serve him. Go to church. Love your pastor. Read the Bible. 
Obey what the Lord say in the Bible. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Walk a life of faith, a life of love and mercy. Don't gossip. Don't cheat God's tithing. Just be faithful to God, because if you keep sinning, even though you are believers, you love money more than God. God say hate me. It means you love something more than Him. Then your children will not receive the blessing. But if you want God to really Shower his blessing into your children to the thousand generation. What you should do in verse six, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Wow, I like that. I would like to encourage all of you to love the Lord, and if you love the Lord, you love His church because the church is His body, and not only that, you obey His commandments. Please, don't do any bad things. Don't cheat. Don't lie. Don't hurt people. You just live a life of blessing people. Love the Lord, and you're gonna see the blessing to the thousand generation. And if you have done that already, you can claim this promise every day. Stand in faith. The blessing of God will go into me and to the thousand generation. My children will do well. My grandchildren will do well. They will love the Lord. They will serve the Lord. They will be blessed, and they will be the head, not the tail. In Jesus' name, keep saying that. Don't let go of the promise of God. In Luke chapter 18, verses 1 to 8, I like to read a story here. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Don't give up, saying. There was a certain city, a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, "Get justice for me from my adversary." And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, the judge said within himself, "Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet." Because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, "Hear what the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge His own elect, who cried out day and night to Him, though He bears long with them? I tell you that He will avenge them speedily." Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will He really find faith on the earth? These scriptures talk about persistent prayer life, persistent asking and knocking and searching, seeking God's help, and standing on His promise. No matter what happened, no matter what other people do, you just keep your eyes on the Lord and. Stand in your faith, tenacity of your faith. Not only that, this woman, she got the miracle for her daughter because she was the woman of great faith. In verse twenty-eight, then Jesus answered and said to her, "O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire." And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Wow! I love this story. 
I want to develop my faith to the point that when I pray and I approach the throne of God to receive His grace with a humble heart, God will always answer my prayer. And even though the situation looks so impossible to human being, God can perform miracle. The Lord Jesus saw this woman's great faith because she loved her daughter. She begged Jesus to heal her. Her love worked through her great faith. You know this one thing: faith and love work together. This is why Jesus answered her prayer and used His power to heal her daughter. Everyone say faith. Everyone say love. You cannot please God without faith. God was pleased with. Abraham, because he had great faith, in Hebrew chapter eleven verse six say, "But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is what who who he is, what he is. He is the waymaker. He is a miracle worker. He is a provider. He is a prince of peace. He is the God of supernatural breakthrough. He is the healer. He is the deliverer." He is the Prince of Peace. He is the wonderful God, and He can perform miracle. He is everything. He is your provider. He's a shepherd. He is the good Father. He is the God of mercy and grace. That He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. God will reward you when you walk by faith and you walk in love. Most mothers. Love their children, no doubt about that. But their love will be complete when they put their faith and trust in God with that love. Let's look at one powerful scripture here: Galatians chapter five, verse six. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything. In other words, Apostle Paul tried to say that you don't have to walk by the law, but you walk by faith. But faith working, how your faith gonna work? Your faith will work through love. It is interesting that God does not compliment His churches because they have a beautiful building or a nice music team, nice carpet, or a large budget or nice equipment. If you read the Bible carefully, you can notice that God emphasizes a few things. He compliment or he praise the church for their love and their faith. When their love and their faith grow, God compliment them. Ephesians chapter one verse fifteen. I'm gonna read many scripture to show you how important faith and love are. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the love in the Lord Jesus Christ. And your love for all the saints, Ephesians chapter one, verse fifteen, Colossians chapter one, verse four. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, and of your love for all the saints, the apostle Paul did not talk about the beauty of the church building, or how much money they got in their bank account. First Thessalonians chapter one, verse three. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith. 
labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. First Thessalonians chapter three verse six. But now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news of your faith and love, and you always have good remembrance of us, greatly desiring to see us. As we also to see you, Second Thessalonians chapter one verse three, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because of your faith grows exceedingly. Oh, I love that! I want the church members of New Hope and all the brothers and sisters around the world really grow in faith. And the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other. Faith, love, faith, love. Philemon chapter one verse five. Hearing of your love and faith, which you have toward the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints, my brother and sister, all the godly moms who listen to this teaching, God wants you to grow in your faith and in your love. Faith and love are the most precious gifts you can give to your children. Your unconditional love or agape love and your great faith will cause God to move His mighty hand to bless your household and your children. He will answer your prayer. You should put your faith in God's word, in His power, in His promises. All. Though your children may be involved in ungodly lifestyles, don't let go of God's promises and transforming power. Don't walk by sight. You are seeing right now your children are backsliding or doing wrong thing. Remember that God can perform miracle. He can open the eyes of people who backslide. You remember the story of the prodigal son. The Bible say, he came to himself, or he came to his senses. In Luke chapter fifteen, verse seventeen. In other words, suddenly his spiritual eyes were opened by God, and he saw things from the perspective of the word of God or of heaven rather than of the world. Your wayward children will do the same thing one day. Your prodigal son and daughter. What you need to do is to keep loving God, serving God, being a godly mother or a godly daddy. You keep obeying God, giving your tithe, serving God, loving the church, loving the brother and sister in the church, doing good to people, getting involved in the ministry, getting involved in the Great Commission. Keep praying, keep confessing the word of faith for your children. One day, they will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to their hearts, and they shall respond. One day, they will get up and suddenly repent and come to you and say, "I want to serve the Lord now." Don't give up on God's transforming power; that God can bring supernatural breakthroughs to your children's life. The most precious gift you can give. Your children is your love and your great faith. This is a true story. 
a woman from Chicago had a son who has been classified by the police department as an habitual criminal. This son was hopelessly locked into a criminal mindset. She never gave up in praying for him. She meditated and prayed over Proverbs chapter 11 verse 21. The Bible says in Proverbs 11:21, though hand joy in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. This is the promise of God. Are you righteous? Do you believe in Jesus? Do you walk by faith? Do you really serve God, fear God, serve God, love God? Are you faithful in walking with God? Can God call you the righteous? The Hebrew word for seed here is zera, which means offspring, descendants, and children. How will God count you as righteous? The Bible say, "For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live." By faith, when you have the fear of God and faith in Him, you are righteous in His sight. This woman in Chicago even testified her faith in the church, saying, "I know one day God is going to save my son, and He will preach the gospel in this church." That's what she claimed. She spoke the word of faith, even though the situation had not changed. She focused all of her attention on God's promises and transforming power. One night, she felt an unusual burden to pray in tongues for her son. An hour later, he called her long distance, asking what she had been doing earlier for him. He said, a man to whom he had sold some bad drugs had come to his apartment. The man had beaten him. Then pulled out a gun, intending to shoot him. The man tried to pull the trigger, but he could not bend his finger. Again and again, after several tries, he threw the gun down and ran out, declaring, "Your mother was doing something to stop me from pulling this trigger." Make a story short. The son received Jesus as his Lord and was spirit-filled shortly after. That situation, he attended a Bible school, and was later become a preacher, and he was a guest speaker at his mother's church. Your children can be transformed by the power of God, just like this young man. Whether they are grown and living a lifestyle of sin, or still peacefully at home under your covering, the transforming power of God's word. Is available to help them, but your job is to give this precious gift to them: love and faith. You need to exercise your faith for your children. Your faith in God's transforming power will determine the course of your child's life. Remember the story of Moses. Moses' mother, Jochebed. His mother named Jochebed. At that generation. The Israelites were slaves in Egypt, and Pharaoh ordered all the newborn male Hebrews 
to become murdered, to become to be killed. But Jochebed trusted in God in Exodus chapter two verse two. So the woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. Jochebed, as a mother's faith for her baby, she hid Moses and then put him in a papyrus basket and floated him down a river full of crocodiles. Wow. She must have faith that crocodile will not eat her son. The baby ended up in the bathtub of Pharaoh's daughter. She named him Moses and raised him as her own son. Because of his mother's faith, Jochebed, Moses' life was spared. He received a good education in the most civilized nation in that generation. And had the best of everything. He grew up in the palace. After some life-changing learning experiences, he answered the call of God, and was used of God in a tremendous way. Looking back, in the circumstances surrounding Moses' birth, would you have foreseen all of this in his future? I doubt it that you could see it that he could become a deliverer in the name of God. And set the whole nation free from slavery, but God, transforming power, turned Moses' life around. Who was behind the scene? The faith of Jochebed, the faith of a godly mother, and that is you. You are a godly mother. Your genuine faith and the fear of God in your heart have a great impact on your household. And your children, even your grandchildren, God blesses the household of the righteous and their offspring. Timothy, a man of God, is a good example of this truth. His grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice feared God and had genuine faith in God. He was raised up in the atmosphere of love, the fear of God. And faith, the atmosphere of righteous people. Eventually, God used Timothy in wonderful ways. Second Timothy chapter one verse five. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Maybe in the past. You have made mistake as a mom or as a daddy. At the beginning, you were naughty. You did not serve God. You rebel against God. You have made so many mistake, make many wrong decision in raising your children. I and Pastor Da did the same thing. We were not Christians when we were growing up. I am a first generation Christian, and. I did not know the Bible very well. Pastor Dad did not know the Bible. We were not trained up in the church. We make so many mistake in our life as parents, but we keep seeking God. We keep going to church, studying the Bible, filled with the Holy Spirit. Whatever God call us to do, we obey. We surrender to God everything. We grow spiritually, and we ask God for forgiveness. Of our mistake in the past, but 
Thank God, our God is a God of restoration. Our God is a God of the good news. He is a waymaker and miracle worker, regardless of my beginning, and past our beginning and mistake. God has planned for our children that they can be blessed. Because I and Pastor Da have chosen to follow God all these years. Who knows? Your children may be future deliverer in the body of Christ. Maybe one of your children becomes a great preacher that saves millions of souls in the future. Therefore, forget about the past. Start today. Start serving the Lord, being faithful to God. Stop feeling guilty. Don't look back to the past. Don't look back to your mistake that you have made in the past. Seek God and repent, and ask your children to forgive you if you make mistake with them. And stand on God's word. If your children already grown up, and you know that you are too religious to them, you yell at them, you force them to go to church, you are not good example to them. Call them today and say. You know, this Mother Day, I want to say sorry to you that I was too legalistic to you. I criticize you. I yell at you, and make you stumble. Could you please forgive me? And from today on, you start to walk by faith and in love. Love your children. Send gift to them. Show love to them. Call them on a regular basis. How are you doing? Win them with. Your divine agape love back to the kingdom, and trust God and pray to the Lord by faith that He will use His transforming power to change their life, to help them to come to their senses and return to God. Keep praying. Have a spiritual tenacity. Many of us are not natural mothers. Some of us take care of spiritual children. Jesus said that if you love him, you take care of his sheep. In John chapter twenty-one, fifteen to seventeen, Paul loved Jesus so much. Therefore, he took care of Jesus' sheep. He fed them. Paul called himself a spiritual mother. In First Thessalonians chapter two, verse seven, but we were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother. Cherishes her own children. My brothers, sisters, all of us who grow up spiritually already, we should not live a selfish life to only think about ourselves. Some of you are single and you are not married and you don't have your own children, or some of you are married and you don't have children for certain reasons, and some of you have your own children, but all of us. Should love Jesus, and we should take care of God's sheep as their spiritual mother and father to show love to Jesus, and we can apply the same principle today. Go to God, spiritual tenacity, stand in great faith, pray, love God's people. We learn the principle in this teaching today. We should seek the Lord and persistently pray for. Our children and our spiritual children use the wisdom of God when you talk to them. Don't use your flesh. Don't go by your flesh. Move by the Spirit. Listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. 
speak the word of faith, speak the word of love to them. Don't confess negative things concerning your children. Speak positive word of faith. They are blessed. They are saved. They are anointed. They shall serve the Lord. They will do well. They will be rich. They will be successful. They are godly. They are full of favor. They are highly favored by God. I claim the promise of God, and you, in the practical way, extend your love and faith to them, bless them, and I believe your children or your spiritual children will experience God delivering power. I believe that this teaching helps you to develop this gift, the gift of faith, the gift of love, and from today on. You will be a godly mother, like Eunice and like Jochebed, and you shall exercise your faith for your children. Love them. Don't be religious. Don't preach to your children. Speak the word of love and speak of faith to them, and you're gonna see God move His mighty hand, and your children will all be blessed. Serve the Lord. Love the church. To set good example to them, Amen. Father, help us, Lord, to become parents of faith and know how to walk in love and by faith. Lord, we will not walk by sight. We're gonna stand on your promise in the Bible that the children of the righteous shall be blessed, shall be delivered, shall see the favor of God in their life, and Lord. We promise you that we're going to do our part. We're going to stand in faith. We are righteous people. We will walk in the fear of God. We love you. We love our children, whether natural children and spiritual children, and we will be good example to them. And we're going to keep praying and knocking the door of heaven, seeking your face. And we believe, as we have spiritual tenacity. We never give up. We're gonna see the miracle happen in our children's life. Lord, our children shall be the head, not the tail. They shall love you. They shall know you. They shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. They shall love the Word of God, and they shall serve you. They shall be deliverers like Moses. You will use them, anoint them, and you will protect them. Guide them. You shall not lead them into temptation, but you shall save them and get them out from temptation. They shall have power and grace to say no to the devil, and to say yes to you. Lord Father, we choose life, not death. We choose the blessing, not the cursing. We will do our part of being godly parents, Father. Thank you, Father. We believe we will all experience the delivering and transforming power of heaven together for our household and our church. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. Wow! I don't know about you. This message really speak to me. This message is for me. Hopefully, it's for you too. 
I cannot put this teaching into practice, and I believe that my spiritual children and my natural children will receive the blessing from God. Will have victory. Amen. Father, I pray that the fire of God will touch your people. Your Holy Spirit shall, Lord, minister to them. Your people shall know the Holy Spirit very well. The grace of God will be upon them. No one will be sick. No one will be poor. No one will be defeated, because the Spirit of Life work in their home, work in their life. May the fire of God burn inside them. That the evil things have to leave their life. And the blessing of Abraham come into their life, in Jesus' name. Yes, Father, thank you so much that you open heaven over us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. If you don't know Jesus yet, or you never received Jesus Christ into your heart, I would like to encourage you to become a born again Christian. To become a born again Christian means number one, I admit that I am a sinner. I make mistake. I rebel against God. Two, you believe that you don't come from monkey. God is the creator. He created you and me and the universe. Three, you believe that God wants to forgive you, and God sent His Son Jesus Christ to die on the cross to pay for your sin. Four, you repent and ask God for forgiveness. And invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart. When you do that, you are born again into a new life. And the Bible says you're going to become a son or a daughter of God. I did this many years ago, almost 40 years ago, and I'm so glad. My God is my Father, and He has taken care of me. I would like to invite you to pray with me to give your life to God. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. Please forgive me, Lord, of all of my sins. I believe and declare, Your Son Jesus Christ came into the world two thousand plus years ago. He died on the cross. He shed His blood to take my sin away. My sickness away, the curse away, the poverty away, from me, and He gave me new life, good health, freedom, blessing. I re- receive salvation into my life. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. Sit on the throne of my life. You are my God. You are my Savior. I will go to church. I will read the Bible. I will serve you, Lord. I will walk by faith. I become righteous, and you answer my prayer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Ah, oh, congratulations! I'm so glad that. You receive Jesus into your heart. Pastor Dan and I 
love you so much. We want to see you prosper, successful, strong, anointed, fruitful, blessed, and victorious. We love you, and that is the heart of the Father. He want to bless you, and we promise that we're gonna do everything to help you to grow, to teach you the word, to pray for you, and lead you to know the Lord more and more. And your relationship with the Lord will be stronger and stronger, and you will become more mature, and you shall be the blessing to the nation. God bless you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.